You're listening to the Rodolfo Rivas Project. My dad has had big conversations with other people around the world and here in Geneva. He loves it and he's all crazy about it. Remember to have fun listening to it, the Rodolfo Rivas Project. Couldn't finance and then was a uh, audio series. In the meantime, I, re- I, uh, I wrote um, a, a book and the book uh, was also uh, uh, transformed to audiobook. So now we have like the whole package, which is called Fakin Borholm, but it's not only film, it's an audio series, it's a, it's a book, it's a, it's a audiobook. And we have also a second season of the audio series, which is, which it will be called uh, Fakin Monterosa, because they are going to another place. And um, and hopefully we will make a TV series. TV, TV series. And then maybe another movie if uh, if we were patient enough, <laughs> because you know. That was Anna Kasejek, the award-winning director behind *Fucking Born Home*. This is the Rodolfo Rivas project, and I am your host, Rodolfo Rivas. Anna is a talented filmmaker behind the funny and intelligent *Fucking Born Home*, which I had the pleasure of watching during the Zurich Film Festival in a packed theater. The film is very personal, and we hear a lot more about the development and some behind-the-scenes stories in our conversation. Although we try not to get into spoilers, we delve into some of the story's specifics. Anna also tells us about her career and offers valuable insight into what it means to be a director and the arduous task of creating a film and a career. We recorded this in a hotel lobby so the audio may not be as clean as I would like it to be. But the conversation was worth it. Anna is delightful, and I highly recommend watching her latest film. I also look forward to seeing what she does next. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Subscribe, you won't regret it. The Rodolfo Rivas Project is available on all major platforms, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Please help by spreading the word, recommending us to your friends or enemies. A small act like liking, subscribing, and or reviewing is greatly appreciated. Thank you. Anna. Uh, hello and thank you for accepting my invitation. I saw the movie like this weekend and I really enjoyed it. Hello so. and uh, I'm very happy to, to talk with you and you know I'm happy to, that you like the film because that's that's the most important well, thing. Well, I, I think that the whole audience, not only me, I actually was here with a friend and like we we talked a bit about it like afterwards and there was it was really interesting. But before we talk about that, like I want to talk a bit about you. So. Did you always wanted to be a filmmaker? And um, no, I think uh, when I was in high school, I didn't think about film. I felt like um, because my parents they they are like arch- architects. Yeah, yeah. And um, so the whole the, the 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 whole childhood I spent in the office, and I was prepared to 
to to to run this business, you mm. know, um, when I you know when I grow up. <laughs> but then I found that it's uh, not it's not for me because I didn't feel I'm good in that. You know, I just feel like okay, I can do it, but still I can't be the best because that's I don't have that kind of skills. Yeah. Um, so when I graduated, um, the, I mean high school, um, after high school graduation, I just um, I went to the uh, to, to the university for a film theory department, and that time was very interesting, and I le learned a lot. The same time I met my husband, and uh, that time it, he was my boyfriend. And he was also into the film, and so we spent time in the cinema and talking about films. And uh, then he passed his exams to film school. And then I realized that uh, the film theory is not for me because I helped him to make his own shorts, and I felt like okay, I it's it maybe it's something for me. Before I felt like, oh, maybe I'm not smart enough, or maybe I don't, I don't have that kind of skills. I because I was born in a small town in the south of Poland, and um, this the film school still was and still is very famous. So I felt like I don't belong to that, you know, crowd. world, yeah. the crowd. But then when I met that people, when I saw their films. I felt like okay, they are. I'm not different. I um, I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> uh, even maybe maybe I'm even better because you know all my life I um, I try to express my feelings through some I know some things like poems. You know I was writing some novels and things like that. So I felt like okay, this is something inside some kind of voice who has to be heard. But I just need to find a perfect medium, and then I had I was brave enough to do it, and I passed my exams. The same time, my ex-boyfriend was kicked out from the school, so it was funny because we had like, uh, like he had a one-year gap, and that was the moment when I um, passed uh, the exams, and I started um, film school. Uh, and that was uh, the very, the very beginning. You know that that was the time when I tried to, when I learned the the, the language of film, and um, and it was really, really happy and really intensive time in my life. But it's you know there is so many people who uh, who graduate the film schools, and but the most important. Think is the next step, you know. How yeah, actually, actually, these a couple of things about what you mentioned, like uh, because for me, some of the films that I've watched, which are perhaps not good films, are the ones that inspire me the most yeah. because I, I believe like I can certainly do better than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that, but that's that, that's okay. I mean, that's why sometimes we have to watch also bad films, you yeah. know, to to feel uh, more brave doing something like you know if you want to be a I mean making films it's not easy thing you know because you know this is something you have in your head I mean the story then you have to uh, talk with people and they have to understand what you mean, mean yeah it's not easy 
because you know the the image you have in your mind it's always perfect and then everything you does it's imper i mean this this is a it's you never can find the same level of perfection you know in reality because you have to hire people and they they always um uh you know like the, 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 this idea goes through their minds and in the end it can be different that yours. Yeah, they, they interpret it in yeah. a different way but also like I mean that was my experience making a movie and that's why I, I thought I understand better the job of a director because to me and maybe correct me if I'm wrong being a director is about making decisions and compromising yeah you exactly. have to compromise like all the time yeah exactly and you have to find what's what you can take as yeah, a compromise exactly. because there are probably some lines that you cannot cross exactly but still you have to uh, remember what's your message and you know what's the dna of of the idea you have so it's about comp compromises that um uh, I'm, I'm, i'm pretty sure that you know what i what we're talking about here but still it's the most important thing and the the most difficult thing is just to keep the the soul of the idea and to to pass this thing to the audience you know because it's really easy to lost that thing through the whole process which is very long yeah sorry and it depends on the people and on money so sometimes you have to make decisions you know because you don't have enough money to you know to create something and you can lose some something important uh, And the same is with the people, you know. If you don't um, have a, 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 I mean, if you are not surrounded by the people who understand what what you want and what's the most important in this story, then you can also easily, um, you know, lose lost uh, or lose this this the, the, the DNA of the story. And uh, that's something that you probably can practice in school, you know. And what I because that's something I said before that the, the the next step is also very very difficult I mean the first film how to you know just to find producer to find uh, money to to do the first step to the industry it's very difficult and sometimes uh, and it's like one to uh, maybe ten people who does this do this yeah. this step you know so it's like 10 people in the same year in school and one of them is making films actually uh, well thank you for making that uh, important comment because i remember i wanted to be a filmmaker and when i was applying to i'm originally from mexico when i was applying there's two there were two important schools yeah that were like from the state and when i was applying to them i contacted many graduates from there just to get a bit of if they could share the experience most of the ones that I talked to were not working in film yeah. anymore yeah. Uh, and they probably never even worked yeah. and th this is what they told me like they told me it was a magical time but I'm not doing that exactly. anymore so you, if you make this decision that you want to be a filmmaker and you go then you feel like okay uh, I'm To pass the exams to school, this is the first success. But it's not the. It's not guaranteed. It yeah, it's not a guarantee. You don't have a guarantee that you know you will be a filmmaker. Oh, okay, maybe you can be a filmmaker, but not necessarily a film director. 
and I'm saying that because you know that was the moment in my life that after the second year in school, I um, I talked to my friends and I said, okay, we have to do something because uh, if we if we will sit and drink beers, we we won't be uh, directors. So let's find a, I just the idea how to make a film earlier. No, no after, but school, but in the middle of school. And um, me, Jan Komasa, and Maty Migas, three of us, we wrote the script and we won um, um, a context, contest in Poland and we got a real budget for a real film. So we did the film in the middle of school. So And, and when we finished the school, we had one uh, credit, you know. And this film was premiered in um, Rotterdam Film Festival, which was the very first time that, that the Polish uh, film was in competition. Okay. So it was a huge, huge uh, success. And also we got some prizes in, in Poland, in, um, in the festivals. And now I think, you know, we, we were very lucky. And of course, we were improvising, but, um, but maybe that's why we didn't have that kind of pressure, you know? that we finish school, we, we have to do something, we, it has to be gorgeous. Uh, we, and we were together. So the, the first step we did together and it was very, I think, um, it was a good decision, you know, because the, 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 that was the time that we felt like, okay, um, the whole stress and everything we can share and it's not uh, such heavy thing for, for what, us. And what were some of the lessons that you learned like in that first uh, experience directing a film that you are using even now? Well, I think that's the first lesson is that uh, you have to... Yeah, it's about comp compromises that, you know, um, the best version of the film is in your mind. Yeah. And on the screen, you never can reach the same thing, you know. It's always worse. <laughs> so, me, as a director, I always feel a bit disappointed when I see the film on the screen. Because yeah, it's always better in my head. Yeah. And now I don't hurt so much. But at that time, at the beginning of my career, I felt every time I was disappointed. I, d I, I think I have never seen the first film again. I mean, I saw it once when it was done and I felt like it's not that I expected. So I wasn't so happy with it, you know. And you're of course we got many, many, many prizes, but still I didn't, I, I still, now I still don't have, um, I mean, I, I'm not brave enough to, to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I completely understand that and it happens to me even with with things that I write, like I, I always go back and you are the wor your own worst critic. Everything yeah. you think that you could do better. Yeah. But with, uh, with the passage of time, it doesn't... Because you work on the project like for a period of time like yeah. intensively. And then it's pretty fresh in your mind. But as time passes, it doesn't, it doesn't like, create a distance that perhaps you can appreciate it? Mm, I think now I'm working... Uh, now I'm a different person right now and different director because at that time at the beginning I was a control freak I wanted to control everything I felt like everybody who's coming to the project is oh I felt like it 
that guy or that lady would destroy something in my project. You know, I have to, I have to be, um, I have to, I have to take care of the the project because you know the other people are uh, like uh, barbarians. You know, they will destroy it. <laughs> and now, what? So during the whole the the the, the, the years uh, in the, in this industry and making films, TV series, and other, you know, content, I just realized that people can also help me. And also, I work with very good actors, and I can see that I'm growing with them, and they can bring something new and fresh to the project. So now I think I'm, I'm more open, and I want them to give something um, I mean, some additional, you know, levels, you know, to the to, to the project. I don't treat them as a enemies. Like collaborators. Yeah, and I think now I feel more happy with the films because I'm I'm open to see the film through their eyes or the story, and I'm sometimes I'm surprised that they can find some. Uh, layers uh, which I couldn't see in that story and um, so I'm trying to keep my crew the same people from one project to another I mean just just to keep the core and because if I trust some people I want to stay with them and work with them longer but also when I hired somebody new I want to I want them to like a fresh air just to bring something 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 new, new. and something that you perhaps didn't yeah. think you saw yeah and I think that's why I'm more happy with the with the films right now that I was before because at the time I felt like you know they um, they were destroying your yeah. <laughs> your vision yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and uh, well, you mentioned that some people go to film school and they really don't work in this industry. You've pretty much like made a career, a long career. You've worked uh, in films, uh, television. Like, what's what's the secret to have a long career as a film director? Uh, well, I think you know. Um, uh, I think I'm the kind of person which, who, if I can't get in through the doors, I get in through the window. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That um, you can read of me. I mean, read up, yeah? yeah? I mean, you you know what I mean? That if I want to do something, I will do it. And Perseverance. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I think this is the first thing. And uh, that I decided to be a director and nothing can change it. I mean, even if I don't have money and I don't have a chance to make it, I will find a way to, to make it. Of course, there was a very, very difficult time for me because after my third film, after The Word, um, I, didn't, I couldn't find a job. That was the moment when I, um, after my second child, I need time to recover. And uh, that was the moment when my husband worked a lot and I stayed at home. And I felt like, you know, after a uh, few months, the word forget about me and nothing was... Um, uh, I mean, it, 
it, it was the moment when I, even if I applied to, for, for some job, some men got it, not me, because I was a woman. Uh, and it took six years. And then I think everything changed. I mean, the world changed and maybe me also. I wasn't so, I don't know how to say it. Because my, my third film, the premiere was in, at the Ber Berlinale. So when you have every film at the, at the festival class A, you feel like, okay, now I'm, I'm established. Now I don't have to make any effort to get the money for the next project. It will come to me. Yeah, because they should come to me. Yeah. But after I realized it's not, it, it doesn't work like this, especially when you are female. So there is, you can rest. You have to be always um, prepared to fight. And that was the moment which, for me, which was the most difficult because I didn't have much power to fight because of the small baby and, you know, and everything. And also the film I made was really difficult, so I have to rest from the, 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 the I, don't, I don't know how to say that the topic was very heavy, so it was, it cost me a lot. Yeah. I had to rest, but I lost uh, like a year. Uh, and then it was really, really difficult to, how to say in English, we, in Polish we say like to jump to the horse again, you know. Mm. And, but I, I tried, I, in the meantime, I work uh, for SVOD platform as a head of uh, development. And I had to, I realized that, you know, it's, nowadays it's not time for, um, for directors who have a nose like that, you know, who are, very proud. I, I won't do that thing. I because you know, I have to be ready to take the present of life, which br which life brings me. But also, I have to be flexible. And when I made that decision, not to be proud and to take some maybe projects which are not so prestige, then I started to work. And now I'm working almost every day on the set because I'm making like two, three projects per year. Mm. And there are, I'm working for all broadcasters in Poland and the projects are very prestigious, but it was the time when I had to start from the very low level and go up. And I'm making films because I also established a, a film production yeah. uh, company. And uh, and of course it means that I I make I taking the risk also, but I play on my own rules. rules yeah, which is important. Which is very important. Mm. I don't have to go from one producer to another one to ask if they are you know, ready to produce my film because I feel like I know what kind of films I want to make, and um, so you know from. The, from from the distance, the the career can look very uh, successful and very I don't know uh, uh, linear. Linear, yeah. But I, it wasn't like that. I, well, it was well, actually, ups and downs. like I was surprised by what you were telling me because I 
I just saw your internet movie database, and just from looking at it, I would imagine that you kept working like this whole time with it, like nonstop. Yeah. But now what you're telling me is giving me a bit of information that uh, actually I'm a professional, and I had exactly the same realization that you. After I went to law school, I went to a famous law school, and I thought that oh, I went to the big law school. Now people are gonna come and. Yeah. And that was not the case. I still had to go and work, but I was proud. And it wasn't until I realized that I have to drop that and, yeah. and do it that I actually started seeing things happening. But it was hard work, it was yeah. doing it every day. Yeah. I'm surprised that it's similar in the, in the film industry as well. Yeah, and you know, there was a time that I felt like maybe I won't be director anymore when I decided to go to this SVOD platform and I work as a producer and um, I wasn't so sure if I were strong enough to, to, to come back continue. and to continue my work as a director. But then I felt like, yeah, I got my... Uh, because, you know, that was also a moment because, of course, here we talk in the context of fucking Warhol. Yeah. But you have to know that I couldn't find money. I couldn't collect the whole budget. Uh, in, um, uh, eight years took me uh, to collect the money for that. So I was refused like two times in Polish Film Institute. And when you are refusing and you're, it's your pet project and you know it's good because it was developed around the world and many, many people said it's a perfect, perfect script. And then you are refusing uh, constantly in Polish Film Institute, then you are f feel like, okay, maybe it's something wrong with me. And uh, so I said, okay, maybe I will try something different. And I, I uh, went to, to Showmax, to the, to the platform I mentioned. And I, that was the, the, the very, the, the, the lesson from life, that first, I can do whatever I mean, I don't necessarily have to be a director. I can earn money in a different way. And this is the most important thing when you have a family that you bring some money in yeah. the end of the day and they can, uh, you know, live uh, without any fears and problems. So this is the most thing, important thing for me. That so if that was taken care of, you felt yeah. secure? Yeah, yeah. And, and then, and so, and then, Finally, I find, and I, I learned some new things in that company, which helped me to finance my film. And in the end, I made that one, and I made two more. Uh, I mean, before, which were like just uh, small films in uh, distributed, distributed in Poland. But still, you know, it, uh, it. Now I feel like you know I'm making a lot of things, very interesting uh, films. I have a lot of project, projects. Uh, but that was the moment, uh, the crucial moment, when I was really, really, really down. I and I had to, you know, make some kind of decision and find the, 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 the strength to, to fight for, for, for myself, I think. You know. um, well, uh, that's... Um, <laughs> thank you for telling me that. Because I think that it also informs a bit about the film. I don't know, like, uh, the film... Having had that context, it seems that the film is very personal to you. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I read that the film was uh, based originally like on a, 
on a audio play or something like that? Well, that's uh, no. The the the, mm, the order was different because, I, as I said, you know, we couldn't find money for eight years. So after the 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 the, the second application to Polish Film Institute, when it was refused again, uh, I I got. Um, a proposition from Empic. This is a platform, book platform, and there are. At the time, there was just a platform for for books and audiobooks, and they asked me if I want to sell them the rights to the script to adopt it for TV, not TV but audio series. Yeah. Uh, I felt like it's a huge risk because it, it if it if it doesn't work. Then it I kills the project. Yeah, I kill the project. And if it works, then it will. But if it works, it, I have numbers to prove that there are people who are waiting for the project. And I took the risk, and it was a huge success. And was it something like local only in Poland? Local, yeah, yeah. It was in Polish, and it was only local. And that was the moment when we had a lockdown. You know, everything that uh, people consume. In, uh, in internet because we were locked down uh, they did in a week and then it appeared it showed up and uh, at the platform I think in the second second week of March 2020 and people started to listen it and the feedback was great so when I got the numbers I went to the Polish Film Institute again and I said uh, look you know, there are people who are waiting for that, and there are the, 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 the feedback is great, they are talking about it, we, the, the, the title is um, recognizable. So now it's time for film, and we got the money in the end. And uh, so that was, the, it, it wasn't like that, that the first was uh, audio series, the first was script, and then which it, yeah. we couldn't finance, and then was uh, uh, audio series. In the meantime, I, I, uh, I wrote um, a book, and the book uh, was also uh, uh, transformed to audiobook. So now we have like the whole package, which is called Fucking Borholm, but it's not only film. It's an audio series. It's a it's a book. It's a it's a audiobook, and we have also a second season of the audio series, which is which it will be called Fucking uh, Monterosa, because they are going to another place, and um, and hopefully we will make a TV series. TV, TV series. And then maybe another movie if uh, if we were patient enough <laughs> because you know uh, it's a lot of a lot of things happened and we are we still love our characters but you know we are working on it for so many years that sometimes we feel like okay we have to you know skip that story and jump to another one because you but, know but, but I think uh, I, I think that the film ends in a bit of a cliffhanger mm-hmm. and. At least I, when I saw it, I was thinking, what happened next? Yeah. So now that you're saying that, like I'm curious to see if what I thought happened or, or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it works. So yeah, we we we, we left the, the the end open just to have a chance to continue it. And what are some of the differences between all of the story in all of these platforms? 
yeah, there are some differences because every time we learn something more. You know, making TV, uh, audio series, we found that the uh, we don't like the end of the of the story, so we change it, and uh, the film ends differently. And of course, uh, in audio series and in the script, there were we had more scenes. Now the film. It's like 20, then no, 20, uh, 96 minutes, but the first, you know, cut, cut had like two and a half hour. So uh, I, um, I had to cut almost one hour, uh, just to find the perfect balance between all elements. And um, so it's, it's of course, when you watch film, then. The, and then you want to listen the the audio series, you will find the differences. But also, I feel like it's complementary. You know? Yeah. So you can you can enjoy the three and yeah. different and get different things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I was curious about the idea. Like um, I don't know. Like me seeing the film, I thought that perhaps the idea that created it was the event that happens between the boys. And then you thought about the story, it drove you, or how, how did it come up? Like, was it first the big story and then this? Because yeah, I think, you know, it, uh, that was the moment in, in my life, because you said it's very personal, and it is, that's true. That was the moment in my life when I was uh, struggling with my, uh, with a, with a marriage crisis, marriage crisis. And I saw many, many couples who had the same problem. Mm. Uh, and uh, uh, I was uh, finishing my previous film in Denmark, and uh, my editor told me the story about his son and another another boy. So at the same time, I had this the very strong need to make a film about um, relation in a marriage. And also, I had the the, the 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 small story, which I knew it can be a perfect uh, mm. engine for the for the for for for, for my um, for my film. And uh, so I combined those two things, and I started to work on the film. I just I, very quickly I make um, I wrote a treatment. And then I found a co-writer because I felt I need a male element in that yeah. process. Otherwise, I can't find a balance because, of course, it's a female perspective in that film. But I, I don't want to, and I didn't want to treat men uh, badly. You know, I just felt like I need to make them real, and uh, I don't want to create uh, characters who are only bad or good One and bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think that shows. Uh, I mean, I do think that the film has a a distinctive female perspective, but it does seem balanced. Um, and talking about uh, some of the, because it does seem like the film has like several layers. Like you keep finding new things from the story, and I think that that is like a really well well presented in the film. Now I'm curious about some of the things that you said that you cut. Were there also like more layers to this story or or what were some of these elements that you decided to cut no i think i didn't i didn't uh, lose anything you know because th this is a, tra a dramedy i mean drama and comedy so uh, when i cut the film i had to find the balance because there was many scenes which were very very funny yeah 
but then I could lost this um, important meaning and message that which is quite quite serious you know that we have to find our own path that we have to ask ourselves who we are we don't have to play the uh, roles or social works the roles but we have to find our own way to um, to live with the people and to be a mother and to to live in the couple so I didn't want to make a pure comedy yeah. because and it would also, undermine the, the message yeah, if it's yeah. only the comedy or the only yeah exactly and to make a, 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 a serious film like a, just a drama I felt like it's boring yeah because you know nowadays especially after pandemic and you know during a war I just feel like you know people doesn't want to watch only dark deep films yeah. we need something fresh and something which is also funny to absorb that sometimes difficult things which the films are talking about so I felt like the form should be mixed and you know to find the balance in that mixture that was the challenge and so working on the uh, in the editing room that was the the, the most important you know uh, thing that was the goal just to, to, to find the, the balance and I think I didn't I didn't lose anything maybe there were like some details some informations or some s very good funny scenes which I which, which I think that now that you're saying this because it is very funny but yeah. it is is not like laugh out loud funny yeah. it's like more incisive yeah, yeah, yeah. and like uh, actually I was watching it with a friend but then I, I was wondering that watching this film with with my wife would have been like maybe even a bit problematic like a stress test to the relationship like if I side with the male character maybe she might feel differently so yeah but it's 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 you know something that happens uh, very often people t tell me that after after the film they sit like the whole night with the partner and discuss that film or sometimes as you said it's a it's a kind of test for the relation <laughs> and I think you know there are so many because the feedback was so um, unusual you know after after the premiere of the film there was um, a lot of women who who wrote to me um, that they that the film was very very important for the, for them and they made made some important decision afterwards uh, or find the strength to change their lives and it's that was the very first time in my life that people talked talk to me like that it, sometimes not because mostly Polish people but some of them wrote me from I don't know Canada states or now from 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 um, Switzerland so it's it doesn't happen only in, in Poland but I feel like you know it's important for for women around the world but the guy who wrote me from Canada that was a man not not a, not a, not a woman it's very interesting, but um, also it's something important for me as a filmmaker that uh, I, f I feel like I said something uh, very uh, true. Yeah, true. So you, you, you touched a nerve. Yeah, or maybe I touched some taboo. Yeah. 
which from us, us. because in Poland, you know, the whole the, the sexuality, especially the the, 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 the the children's sexuality, but general sexuality is a taboo. And when you are talking about the relationships, also you have to talk about sex life, and um, so it's uh, a bit controversial in Poland, for, for instance. Um, but you have to, I mean. I have that kind of feeling that we have to make films which are a bit controversial. Otherwise, they, there are so many films around that they you can, you, you you stay with. Uh, yeah. You are not recognizable. No, I I agree. But now talking about this, like um, when I was looking at the title, uh, I. I mean, I understood the title, but I think that it could put off some audience uh, members. Like, for example, I imagine if I tell my wife, like, let's watch this movie called fucking... She might be like... I don't know what that is. But I, I read the, the plot, and I was like, oh, it's like a bit of irreverent. Like, that, that's what they're going for. But it could be misinterpreted. Yeah, because I wanted to make the film or the title, um, you know, strong and emotional. Because at the beginning, the title was Borholm. Mm. Nobody knows who is, what is Borholm. Yeah, I had no. to Google it. I didn't yeah. know. I had no yeah. reference for it. But I didn't want to change it because it's international and still it's a strange word. It's always better than to have something, you know, boring. And then I remember I was sitting at an airport and I said, okay, if I put fucking, it will be something. Because, of course, that was something that I found when I was working uh, for this SVOD platform. That everything what is connected with sex in the title, it works well on, on platform. <laughs> so even if the film is boring, like, uh, I don't know... I will, I, well, that I don't uh, no, give don't. you uh, the examples <laughs> because sure. it's yeah, it's not uh, <laughs> polite. But you know, every time when I saw the, uh, you know, the the daily uh, ranks, the titles with the with the suggestion that they can, you can find some sex sexual uh, connect. The world. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but it's always on the top. So I felt okay. So let's use that information and let's do something like that. But fucking it means also something that it's uh, it's first connected with the sex, but the second thing it's something that it's uh, it it went wrong. Yeah. Like oh. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, so I think that's a perfect description of the film because you know everything went wrong in their yeah. lives, and also you know the sexual uh, context is very important. Yeah, actually, like now I cannot imagine any other title like that's the perfect title, and I think it encapsulates this this whole idea of the movie. And um, I was also like really impressed by the performances of the actors. Because they managed to like do the comedy, but also the drama well. Like, what were some of the conversations that you had with them? Now that you also talked that your process is a bit more collaborative. Yeah. You know, first of all, I heard uh, top actors uh, in, from Poland. So all of them. I mean, Maciek uh, Stur, Agnieszka Grochowska, and uh, and Grzegorz Damiński. They are top of the top. They are good. Uh, but of course, not every actor can can combine this drama skills with the with the comedy skills. 
uh, Agnieszka and Maciek are the best in that. And they play in a very, very uh, wide um, spectrum. spectrum. And uh, uh, so um, it wasn't so difficult. They've, I remember when we met, for, uh, we had a like, rehearsal before, and it was perfect. I felt like they understand completely, you know, what what is about, and they can find a balance. Of course, that was also that was my work because they were so good that it. I felt like okay, my job is only to say you should go this direction or that direction. This thing should be more sad, or this this one should be more funny. That's the only thing to do because I don't have to correct them, you know, because they know what to do. Um, and I couldn't imagine any other actors. So when they um, agreed to to take a part, I was very happy and I had to find just the, the, the second couple. And uh, the, the Yashmina, the young girl, she's, uh, she's a very, very good actress, actress, but she's at the beginning of her career. career. Mm. Uh, but altogether, they, they... And I think that that also fits with, yeah. the, with the role that she's given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think you know the whole process of shooting was perfect. I think I think it was the very first time in my life when we everything went so smooth. Really, with even the weather was good, <laughs> and I felt like okay, this is the somebody up there who is take caring take care of us, you know, and and the luck is with us and. Uh, there was no problem during the shooting and actors were great so we we shot it in 24 days the whole the ah whole that was film. fast yeah well and it also like i think that watching the movie it feels like like you had a good time doing it like i think that that can that translates uh, to the audience yeah, I think that was the very first time that I was shooting the film without any stress. I mean, of course, I had a, I have a stress like, you know, I don't have enough time, I, I have to be um, precise with some things, but I felt prepared because it took me eight years to, to stand on the, on the set, so I had time to prepare. So I felt like I know everything about every single word in the script. And, uh, and I... Yeah, and I think everything was. I was. I I was happy to be there, and I tried to have fun from every moment of the film. And I think I could I could also give more for for, for the people, for the crew, for the actor when I was so relaxed and so uh, and also good prepared, well prepared. And I think, yeah, I still, I, I can see it on the screen too, that it's not like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know. Because in my previous film, I was, I was, it, it was uh, the moment, the, the worst moment in my life. I felt like I'm very, I was, that the stress was, oh, I mean, it was the, I felt like I have a very heavy, um, you know, Wait. Um, yeah, Wait. on my shoulders. Mm. And, um, and, when I'm watching the film, I feel like okay, this is this is the film which is, uh, cost me too much, and and it's not good for that film. I think.
we are more creative when we are free. But but I'm not even talking about the comedy in the film. I think that even like in the drama, like it looks like it was like a fun set to be on. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody who was there is, is, has the same impression that it was the best time in our life. Um, that that's pretty pretty great. And I mean, uh, just two more questions because I know that you have to go. Um, one, when I read the plot summary. There's two things that I thought of, like, of course, maybe you've heard this a thousand times, but I thought about Force Majeure. Yeah. And the other one, I thought about this remake that Polanski did, yeah. Carnage. Uh-huh. I thought about those two. What were your aspira- inspirations or any references that you use, if any, for this film? Um, yeah, I, I'm a fan of Scandinavian cinema. And this is something that I'm trying to keep in my film projects also, that I want to have a a very small group of protagonists and I want to tell the story in a very narrow uh, period of time. So that, this is what uh, makes some kind of um, similarities with uh, Polanski, for example, because they, he's also doing the same thing, like if you see the knife in the water or if you see uh, when you watch the, um, some other films made by him, this is the same rule. Just a few actors and island or the boat and we can go deeper. We don't uh, go through the plot only, but we can see the characters and and this is the most important in his cinema also. Yeah. So I have the same uh, like to say, you know, this is the same approach. Yeah, yeah, the same approach. But it's, I, of course, Polanski is a great director. So, but it's, I don't feel like it's something common between us. Uh, and I know his films, but I'm not. It's, it's not the kind of um, cinema that inspired me the most. I think I'm, I'm a fan of Scandinavian cinema. And this is something which is very sim- sim- like it's it's something that you can find in the Scandinavian cinema. That this the mixture of uh, of comedy and uh, drama. Yeah. So this is something which you can't find in uh, in Polish movies because Polish movies are like 3D movies, deep dark dramas, <laughs> and it's it, they are all, always very dark, also always very serious. And other, in other, on the other hand, you have a commercial films which are about nothing. So, uh, if you ask me about uh, inspiration, yeah, in general, I think it's uh, it's uh, Scandinavian cinema, and I love Rubens' films. Uh, but it's not like that. That I okay, I'm I'm watching that film and I say, oh, I will make uh, something like no, that. No, I'm also talking about the process. Yours started like eight years ago. Maybe that was even before. Yeah, no, it was. Um, I started. I made the treatment just before first major. Yes. Then I found. Then I saw the film and I said, "Fuck, <laughs> not good timing." Yeah. You know, the timing is not good for me. So I brought the 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 the, the, the treatment to some producer at that time, and it was laying on the desk quite long. But then they saw the film and they they read the, 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 the treatment and they said, it's too similar. And I said, fuck, so you could write the script like two months earlier and then, you know, you did, the, the impression would be completely different. 
but the timing was not so good because the first impression was that it's a kind of similar. But then, you know, now nobody, rem I mean, now... It's less, it's more like behind our... Yeah, name. but of course, you know, we have, we're talking about some things are similar, like he's talking about a male crisis, which is very interesting. Of course, I'm talking more about female crisis, but the male crisis in the background. Uh, but if you tell, if you ask me uh, who I want to sit on the couch, I, I pro probably it will be Ruben. I mean, this is something that is inspiring for me. And the, uh, Vint, Vint, the Thomas uh, Wittenberg, uh, Jesus, I'm so bad with the names. Uh, or um, I'm a fan of Lars of Frontier. Yeah. I mean, but the, the maybe not now, but the, the very Earlier. first films yeah. were very, very important in my life. Um, but of course, I, I have also this Slavic uh, soul, so we, sometimes I feel like, okay, it's always uh, like a drop of Kieślowski's that films, which is a kind of, I don't know uh, how to, say, to describe it, but the kind of uh, mood which is behind. But, um, but I'm trying to... I'm trying to re remind um, if there was one uh, one title which was important for our, for us during the whole process, but I think it wasn't like that. That it was just just one thing. Yeah, no, and uh, from what you're telling me, it's also it seems that it was a very personal story, and maybe there's some connections because of course you love film, so yeah. there's connections. But it's and even talking about Force Majeure, I think that although. If you read the plot, there might be similarities. They're completely different films yeah. from with completely different points of view, and the two are great. So, yeah, I think it would be it would be funny to watch those back to back. Films. Yeah, yeah, it would be like a really good uh, double header. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just last uh, question. I think that you mentioned that you are working. You're still working within this uh, character, this story. But what are some of the other things that you are working on for the near future? Uh, yeah, um, now I'm, I have another film project which is uh, waiting for me because I'm still uh, in the middle of the sh of, of shoot of um, TV series. But um, there's, it is an adaptation of Olga Tokarczuk, uh, our Polish no no Nobel Prize winner. Uh, and this is uh, the the title is uh, Symmetry uh, of Island. It's so its setup is also on island. Uh, and the, I love the book, and I just uh, make the adaptation of the of the of the fragments of, of this of the book, and it will be, I think, very different film uh, comparing to fucking Borholm. Very uh, poetic. Hmm. And I can't wait to to shoot it because I feel like um, this is something very special, and the cast will be international. And I want to shoot it in English, so this is a, another challenge for me, and uh, but also a new another step in my career. Then I have uh, also a script. Um, uh, uh, this is a quite big production uh, war war 2 and the, the story take pla takes place in Lodz in ghetto um, 
and I want to make it very rough and uh, also you know this is something new for us because we used to see war and especially you know the stories Jewy mm, uh, stories through men eyes and I want to see or show it through uh, women eyes and this is something that it's in the f probably in the in the future like next few years I'm going to make it in the meantime I have smaller projects and we'll see because you know it's you never know which one will be the first yeah. one you know I mean in the row because it depends how and fast you factors, can collect yeah. the money well I thank you very much for this conversation I look forward to watching uh, more from your work which I really I really enjoyed and thank you for your time thank you <laughs> this was the world for Rivas Project. I hope you loved it. And you dig it.